0: You're listening to the Healing from CPTSD podcast. My name is Justin Vanderwind, and I am your host. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Healing from CPTSD course and what you can get from it when it launches on Monday, February 28th, 2022. If you haven't done so already, be sure to visit our website at healingfromcptsd.com and sign up on our email list for regular updates, a free weekly newsletter, as well as to be in line for the launch of the Healing from CPTSD course. All links will be in the description below. Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of Healing from CPTSD. My name is Justin Vanderwind and I am your host. Uh, so as you can see by the title of this episode, uh, this this episode is going to be all about the Healing from CPTSD course. Um I just kind of wanted to give you a little bit more of an in-depth idea of what it is, what you can get from it. Uh you know why you should be listening to me, you know, as someone who uh can help you heal from CPTSD uh and to to you know just kind of get you ready for the launch. Uh and and the launch will be officially happening by the way on the 28th, which is this coming Monday, February 28th, 2022. Uh, The course will be officially, uh, officially, officially, officially launching. Uh, And I can't wait. Um, You know, it's been a long time coming and uh, it's taken a lot of work and stuff like that. And um, I just can't wait to to share it with you. Um, So I just kind of, I know I've gone over some of this stuff before, but I just kind of want to give a little bit of a background as to, you know, how I came up with this. Uh, healing from CPTSD course. If you're not familiar already with you know with with my story here, uh, and then we'll we'll talk a little bit about uh, some of the key ways you can start to heal from CPTSD and take your life back. Uh, and then you know and and that's what today's episode is fundamentally going to be about. So fundamentally, you know, I I, I have a podcast that kind of goes over my story. But my name is Justin Vanderwind. Um, I I grew up in a narcissistic household. My mother was my primary narcissist. Um I had a narcissist my father's mother, right my paternal grandmother was a hardcore narcissist, and my mother's father was a hardcore narcissist um so there was you know there was narcissists everywhere, and the the dynamic of narcissistic abuse was all over my you know there there really wasn't any safe place for me because you know if I, I was the main scapegoat in my own household. But, you know, as my parents got divorced, my dad would I, – and I don't really know if his other wives were narcissists because I wasn't around them enough to really say, but they were pretty mean and crazy themselves. It was just – you know, the whole thing wasn't healthy, right? So, it, you know, I, I grew up in a, an extremely dysfunctional narcissistic environment, um, and I had – for whatever reason, I had sort of a really strong inner drive and thirst – to to find the truth about I was just kind of a truth seeker in general, right? So I I have this healing from CPTSD podcast and site and channel and stuff, mostly only because I have CPTSD and I've dealt with narcissistic abuse. But I'm at the core of my being, I'm really a truth seeker. And I really I actually have another (laughs) I have another channel and 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 podcast that I'm gonna be working on that's geared towards more of the like spiritual truth and stuff like that. Uh, if you're ever interested in that we'll we'll talk about that later, but I only mention that and bring that up because uh that was sort of you know I just had this driving thirst for truth on every level, right, sort of like universal truth, spiritual truth, philosophical truth, religious truth but i but so that you know applied to what was what I saw going on in my own family, right? I wanted to get to the bottom of what was going on and solve it. <laughs> I know that might sound like I don't know that's just how my mind works so. I, I just, I, I've said it before, but I, I just can't honestly believe how incredibly difficult it was just to find out what was going on, right? Like, the A, find out about narcissistic abuse and all that, the dynamic of it, and then B, the CPTSD that I was struggling with, right? And, and I was actively searching. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just can't believe it. I, I can't believe how, un- it was almost impossible, in fact, the way I, you know the way I found about out about CPTSD was by a fluke. It was like somebody else that I was talking to about something else happened to mention the phrase CPTSD that they that was something they struggled with, and, be, and because that was my my nature was just to understand stuff, I looked it up, right? Because I I read about PTSD, and I and I was like, okay, like maybe I have some of that, but once I read about CPTSD, it was like, oh my god, like this is this is it, eureka, you know what I mean? So, um, I, I just, again, I just can't believe how long it took me. So you got to understand that by the time I found out about CPTSD, um, I had an, an unbelievable amount of not only experience, but, but methods, tools, techniques, modalities, and really sort of a big picture view of, of healing both emotionally as well as, you know, more spiritual things to see what works and what doesn't work that I was already using in different areas of my life. So I was just in a very unique position, right? Like, I'm not saying that to toot my own horn or anything. I'm just saying that I was in a very unique position as a truth seeker of someone who was already involved with personal development and emotional healing and everything. Once I found out about CPTSD, I was like, oh man, okay. So, because I had a lot of tools at my disposal that could largely help from CPTSD. And the truth is, I didn't realize it at the time, but all the healing work I did up until that po- you know up until that point when i found out about c p t s d you know i was working on my healing even though i wasn't directly aware of c p t s d um and so that that did play a part in my ability to overcome c p t s d cuz i had i had done a lot of other work right like emotional work and stuff like that so i i knew how to do those things um so you, you know first of all <laughs> As I've said before, you know, I read Pete Walker's book. I was like, this is amazing. Finally, I knew I wasn't crazy. And then I I was like, okay, now what, right? So I started looking at CPTSD online and different, you know, tools for, you know, to see what was available as far as healing was concerned. And, you know, I found some groups on Facebook and stuff. But, you know, I was a solutions person. I always have been. And I just didn't find the solutions I was looking for. And I was like, "Well, this is great. Like th- this book, the concept of CPTSD is a definitely a big help and a step in the right direction. But we need more, right? Like, I need to heal from this. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't want to. Like, I can share my story, but I don't want to just continue to do that. I mean, that you know. So realizing that there just really was, and you know, I, I went to other groups, I found meetups and stuff about CPTSD and narcissistic abuse, and I guess I just assumed that there were going to be it was going to be like solutions oriented, like a 12 step program or something. But none of it was like, I I never found anyone that was like, Oh, you're struggling with CPTSD. Here's how to fix it. (laughs) You know, like, and that's really what not only what I wanted, but what I needed. And, you know, I also realized that a lot of other people needed that too. I mean, enough was enough, right? So I put together a system for myself to heal from CPTSD because I knew there wasn't anything else really available and what was available right just was it just sucked honestly you know what I mean it just was it was terrible the mental health field sucks if, if you're a if you're a if you're a psychologist or a psychiatrist listening to this there's just you guys got a lot of work to do right so I, it's just it, what's available is almost like it's really weird because we're so technologically advanced in so many different areas of our you know society and and history and stuff like that but when it comes to mental and emotional health we were we're like back in the like the 1600s or something man it's it's you know it's back when like you know actual physical type medicine was very limited. I think' we're, we're dealing with that too so I just said I, I, not, I, I don't I don't know what to tell you like the, you know the mental health field isn't helping so I've got to I've just got to like forge a path that I've never seen before fundamentally. And to heal from my own CPTSD. So I was able to do that. And, um, you know, as I've mentioned in different places, at, at this point, you know, looking from where I used to be with CPTSD and all the developmental arrests and where I am now, I do consider myself to be, you know, fundamentally healed from CPTSD. Um, and it, it was great. You know, once I had that real, I was like, wow, like, my social anxiety, emotional, like, I can handle all these things. I'm aware of them. I know how to soothe myself. I know how to spot narcissists, so I can um, sort of, you know, when it comes to, like, trusting people, I've learned how to weed out the the garbage, <laughs> you know, like, I've I've learned how to because narcissists are just one group of terrible people. There's all kinds of terrible people out there. So if you know if you're not a people person, don't feel bad about it. It's it's you're normal in a in a unhealthy world, right? So, you know, I I found out how to sort of screen people to see whether or not they are trustworthy, right? Um and so and so you know, I just the truth is it really comes down to just surrounding myself with just high quality people, right? Like you want to feed yourself high quality food. So that's kind of what I started doing. And I real I screen people before I'm able to trust them, right? But you know, the truth is that kind of goes for anybody. But I can do it now. You know, I can be vulnerable. I can if I'm having an emotional flashback, I can uh recognize it and soothe it and and all that type of stuff. And so, you know, knowing how, seeing how effective what I put together was for me and knowing there really wasn't much help out there for people with CPTSD, I, I just took my system, I created a course around it, and that's what the Healing from CPTSD course is, right? Um, I'm, so you you got to understand, I'm not just coming at this from a, a CPTSD point of view, right, or an emotional healing point of view, I'm coming from it, from that background of Spiritual truth, spiritual growth, emotional health and well-being, personal development—having gone to all these different workshops and uh, seeing what works and what doesn't, and putting together something unique specifically for people with CPTSD. So, so that's what the Healing from CPTSD course is. I am—I'm really happy with it. I'm—I'm I'm confident that everything you need to heal from CPTSD is in the course itself. Um, but again, you know, the key to all this is you, really. It's like you you know, whether you're taking a course online or you're with a therapist again, you know, if you want to make progress, you're gonna to have to do your own work. The healing from CPTSD course just makes that work much more it's it's more clear as far as what needs to be done to heal from CptSD, and it's as simple and as effective as I could make it with my own experiences and truth seeking. In order to heal from CPTSD, so you can definitely do it. You got to understand that, you know, a lot of us have this idea and this conditioning that, you know, it's having CPTSD is something that's hopeless, right? Like we we can never get out of it. But just remember that at the core of CPTSD, it's just it's trauma and it's it's a conditioning in your brain to a certain way. That's all messed up. (laughs) It's because of the narcissist, right? It's like your brain just sort of like. Took the imprint of the narcissist, which is all messed up, and that's what's going on inside of you. But all you have to do is a just heal yourself, learn how to soothe yourself, to be on your own side, and then to recondition your brain. And all these things are in the course. Um, and it takes a little, it takes a little commitment and a little training of yourself. But once you get it right, it's like once you learn how to swim, kind of, you got it. Like you know, you 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 know how to. You know, CPTSD issues might still pop up for you here and there in your life, but you can spot them, you can soothe yourself, you can move through them, and you can also learn how to, you know, have better communication skills, better social skills, and more importantly, to to allow yourself to, you know, just simply not allow toxic or unhealthy or unsafe people into your life that are going to cause you a bunch of, of emotional flashbacks. And f- you know what I mean? That you can you can be picky with who you surround yourself with, and you should be, to be around safe and healthy people. And, you know, if you've grown up with narcissists or some other dysfunctional dynamic of a family, the saddest part about it is you you don't know. Like, you know those people that say there's no such thing as normal? They're saying that because they've never seen it, right? Like, it, And that's how dysfunctional their life growing up was like they just they believe that like healthy safe loving people is, is like Bigfoot right like it's like a a mystery or a, or a myth but they're very real we just haven't seen them and so we don't know how to trust them but it's just like anything else right it's like you know it's like imagine going into a pool and the water kind of cold it's like man it's cold I don't want to jump in but once you get in there and start moving around and swimming around you, you get used to it quick and then you're not even thinking about the t- how uncomfortable it was because you're past the discomfort. So that's what you can do for yourself in life as it re- you know relates to CPTSD. I've done it. I I know it's possible. And uh I've I've created something that you can use to take your life back even if you want to live a life of solitude and you really don't want to be around anyone anymore, right? Cuz a lot, a lot of these workshops I went to, they were they they were kind of culty honestly, too because the people they started sticking to get, which is fine you know it's not that they were necessarily bad but it's like you, you know you you got to constantly be socializing and going to all these parties and functions and you know what i mean but but with cptsd people i don't think we ever really want to do that but <laughs> you should so you shouldn't have to but at the same time you shouldn't have to live with a bunch of shame and and fear and anxiety in your life and you should be able to do whatever you want Right. Whether that's being alone or being in a relationship with someone or or whatever, being around a lot of people or not. Um, and so this course will allow you to do that. And so, you know, I, I've been initiated by fire, basically, just as you have been. So I know the terrain. I know what CPTSD is inside out. Um, And so that's the good news. Right. Like whether you take this course or not, healing is definitely possible. Um, you, you can get over it. It just takes a little work, right? But, you know, it can be done. So if you're thinking like, man, I'm, I've i got a death sentence here, like a life sentence of dealing with this, it's not true if you want to take your life back. So I, I guess at, at this point, I kind of thought I might share with you a little bit about, you know, sort of the foundation of overcoming and, and healing from CPTSD. Um, So whether you take this course or another course or you never take a course, you have some idea of what's at the core, you know, like what's the foundation of being able to heal from CPTSD. And again, just always keep in mind that it's just trauma, right? It's complex trauma. It, you know, it's beha- it's be- learned behavior patterns, conditioned behavior patterns. You know, it's, it's trauma that you went through, but you're also, you know, the vicious inner critic, believe it or not, is actually traumatizing you even more on a regular basis. So you've, you've got to stop that, right? Like that's, that's a big part of, overcoming cptsd is not continuing to traumatize yourself with the inner critic and that's what's happening right you're being traumatized sort of over and over and over and that's why you got to calm that inner critic down so you know obviously with the with the word complex ptsd the word complex is part of it and you know pete walker says and i believe that healing from cptsd was going to be complex and it is a little bit involved because there's a number of different pieces involved with what CPTSD is. But the truth is, I realized as I was going through my system that, you know, in theory, healing from this is is really quite simple because it's trauma, right? And because the way to soothe trauma, like the way to soothe the inner critic, you know, whether we're talking about the inner critic or your social anxiety or the emotional flashbacks or or self-abandonment, Believe it or not, I know is as simple and as cliche as it kind of sounds. The solution to mostly all of this is learning and, and more importantly, practicing self love and self compassion. Right? You got to learn how to love yourself and to soothe yourself and to be on your own side, sort of emotionally and really in every other sense. Just to learn to soothe yourself, you're. It's like your your practice is love, right? Like to get over c p t s d you're going to have to become a, a practitioner of love <laughs> and you're just going to have to practice it on yourself first right practicing patience with yourself and and compassion and understanding and, and actual love and that you know when you that's really the key of how to start to overcome the inner critic because the inner critic is just nothing but hate and fear and and all that stuff so to counter that you do it with love right like so if you you know when you start feeling bad and anxious and stuff like that and worried and you're and you're having sort of those obsessive you know toxic thoughts to yourself about something you can actually catch those thoughts stop them and then start to consciously have more loving healthy rational thoughts almost as if you know if you treated your inner critic as if it was like a child almost like right like it was just a scared you know, a terrified, worried child that felt completely insecure, you know, if you think about it, even if you never had this done to you, you know, growing up or anything, you know, we all have some concept of like seeing healthy and safe, loving parents, a mother or father, soothing a child that's, that's scared and, and sort of traumatized and feels completely unsafe, right? They pick them up, they kind of soothe them and, you know, kind of rub their back or bounce them up and down and tell them that everything's going to be okay. And they, what they're doing is they're loving the child and they're making the child feel safe at the same time. And it's it's really the love and the comfort that's making the child feel safe, which makes them feel a lot better, right? So that's really the core of of what you're going to do for yourself to heal from CPTSD, whether you take my course or not. Just learn, you know, learn to soothe yourself and to practice having, you know, loving, soothing thoughts um, and to really make it a practice. Right. And do that in your mind and your thoughts like almost. And this is it. It is fundamentally, you know, what people would call inner child work. Right. Where we're we're seeing our emotional self as sort of a child. But a scared sort of abandoned and terrorized child that needs more love and safety and compassion and understanding than than most other kids because they've been abused so horribly, right? Even even if you were neglected, right? Even if you were emotionally neglected, like maybe your parents, maybe they were the type of narcissist, maybe they didn't overtly abuse you physically or anything, but maybe they just completely neglected you emotionally, right? Like they were there, maybe they just gave you money or something, but there wasn't any love there wasn't you just felt completely alone and insecure and you didn't really know what to do with that because they are there and they are feeding you and keeping you like sheltered and stuff like that so you don't really you know so you feel kind of confused but you still feel kind of like alone and lost right well that's a form of trauma you know and and so instead of and we've learned many of us to neglect ourselves and that's really what's going on here right this social anxiety the vicious inner critic We're abusing and neglecting ourselves. So when you can see it that way and you can start to have compassion for yourself, right? Like in the inner child, sometimes it's hard to have compassion for yourself. So the the visual of an inner child, of your emotional self, is helpful, can be very helpful to get used to practicing that love, right? And there's really no problem with you seeing your inner self at this point as sort of an inner child or or a scared and abandoned and terrorized inner child and to soothe yourself and just to to get used to telling your inner self that everything's okay everything's going to be okay you know and that and that includes getting yourself out of any abusive or toxic situations right like if you had a child and and you're you're subjecting them to abusive people or an abusive person or a toxic situation that's a form of, you know, abuse and neglect, right? So, you know, you, you might be in a challenging position, but, you know, that's one example. You know, like making your child feel safe is, or your inner child feels safe in this case, is consciously going out of your way and doing what needs to be done to make sure your needs are being met, right? Like being like a hero of your own life, like being like the, uh, the captain of your own life. That's, that's like, you know what, this toxic behavior is totally unacceptable. I'm not, it's not good enough for me. I'm out of here. I'm not putting up with it anymore. And and that's just, that's one example of caring for yourself and not abandoning yourself. But, you know, you, you want to start on an emotional level, right? When you're feeling anxiety, when you're feeling afraid, when you're worried about something, when you're having an emotional flashback, even, you know, obviously that's more intense, right? They're really extreme, But the truth is, at the core of overcoming emotional flashbacks themselves is self-soothing, is learning how to make yourself feel safe, to feel okay, to not abandon yourself anymore, even just sort of in your own mind, right? And so you can start this with your thoughts and with breathing, you know? Your thoughts and your breathing can take you a long way in healing from CPTSD if you want to heal from CPTSD, right? Like... If you just focused on trying to, you know, A, identify your thoughts on a regular basis, what they actually are, weeding out the negative and irrational and self abusive thoughts and replacing them with healthier thoughts, at first it's kind of challenging, right? But the truth is, it doesn't stay challenging, right? The more you practice it, the the more you're actually rewiring your brain to know, like, the more you soothe yourself and make yourself feel good it will your brain will rewire to be like oh doing that right like being self compassionate you know having self loving thoughts um you know just to myself you know you you can even sort of like you know um sort of you know rub yourself in a soothing way like your chest or your shoulders or something or your arms right like just picture someone who's loving and comforting and what they would do you can literally do that for yourself and your your nervous system I know it might. you might think that sounds kind of silly, but you're, it'll help you. It, it'll have an impact. And so that is really at the core of healing from CPTSD and trauma is learning to love yourself, to soothe yourself, right? Loving yourself, soothing yourself. That's kind of like your left foot is loving yourself. Your right foot is soothing yourself. That's, how, that's what you're going to use to fundamentally overcome CPTSD. So, you know, in the course, we talk a great deal about this type of thing. Um, this is only one aspect of what the course has to offer. But I wanted to share with you something that you could take and use uh, for yourself, you know, to, to at least try to start healing from CPTSD. Right. It takes a little work, but it, it can be done. You're like just just pictures like a like a a string or a rope or fishing line that's really badly tangled up. And you're like, man, this is a big mess and it and it, and so to untie it to unwind it might take a little time, right? and a little patience. That's what you're doing for yourself when you're healing from CPTSD. You're you're kind of like all tangled up emotionally and psychologically, and it's going to take, you know, your therapy is really untangling all that. And it's like, well, this this might take a little while. And it's like, that's true, but what's my other option? Just to sit here and feel uncomfortable for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? And to have sort of unhealthy and dysfunctional uh, you know like like communication skills and behavior patterns and stuff like that that I'm used to but it's not necessarily healthy for me or anyone else. Or we can we can use our time to heal from this. And so the but the so the more you untangle something as you should know, the easier it becomes the more you do it. And eventually you get to the point where you're untangled. You don't have to worry about it anymore, right? Like that all that work was temporary. Right. so that's what healing from CPTSD is also. I just want to like share with you, you know, if you want it, it's not like something you're going to have to necessarily do for the rest of your life. You know, there, there'll always be sort of maybe little triggers or things that pop up for you here and there in your life. But once you've, re- you know, you're aware of all these triggers and what's happening inside you with the emotional flashbacks and the anxiety and everything and then how to soothe it. I'm telling you, at the core of all of this, whether you're talking to me or listening to me or you go to a therapist or anyone else is going to be some form of soothing yourself and loving yourself. That's really the core of all emotional healing, honestly. And I don't know why there's not more of that in therapy. You know, I'm I'm I know some people do that do it, but I don't really get it. It's like, you know, we could sit here and talk all day long or we can start practicing some self-love and self-compassion and, and soothing. I really want to, like, drive that word home to you, the soothing. Find any way to soothe yourself. Obviously, you know, countering your negative thoughts with loving and, and compassionate thoughts is a big way to do that. Your breathing, make your breath your best friend. I'm telling you, make your thoughts and your, your breath your best friends because they will soothe you. And, you know, whenever there's going to come a time, right? And especially those of us who deal with CPTSD, it's pretty much (laughs) how we live our lives anyway. But, you know, when nobody else is around or available for safety or support in any way, shape or form, the truth is all you've got really is your thoughts and your breath. And so if you use them, if you've used what you've got, right, you can soothe yourself and turn yourself around, whether other people are around or not. So... You know, you can practice that a little bit if you want, if you wanted to like kind of jot some of this down and just, you know, try to practice loving and, and compassionate thoughts with yourself, self-soothing and self-soothing is with your thoughts and your breath, but it could also be something like going somewhere, you know, taking yourself out of a really, you know, uncomfortable or toxic environment, maybe going to get yourself like a cup of tea or, you know, that's, that's why they have like therapy animals because they can be soothing right like just petting your dog or your cat or something in and of itself is very soothing it's like scientifically proven that it can you know lower your stress levels and and calm you down just like having an animal just petting them maybe it's like a blanket or something or just some some show or some music just anything and everything just don't be afraid to you know sort of spoil yourself with soothing and on every level soothing thoughts your breathing soothing environment soothing music you know some kind of food you know obviously a lot of us soothe with unhealthy food but you know if you want to just take a walk and get yourself some ice cream it's it's okay you know what i mean you don't have to be around anyone you don't want to and you don't have to be around toxic people either so standing up for yourself loving yourself soothing yourself is at the core of healing from cptsd that will be a large part of the course but there's there's a good deal more in the course as well and then you know, because, because healing from CPTSD is something that takes some time, right? Whether it's no matter how long it is, it's, t- it, you know, it's because you have to recondition and sort of heal yourself and everybody's at a different place in doing that. Right. Um, I will have sort of, a, a more in-depth support group, right? Where, where we can, where people that are really interested in healing from CPTSD and are committed to their own healing, um, can sort of connect with others. And, and practice, you know, more assertiveness and effective communication skills, practice speaking. I know it might sound kind of silly, but if you can practice speaking more lovingly to somebody else, it'll become easier to do it for yourself, right? Or, or to have someone else speaking lovingly to you, it can be very therapeutic. So things like that will be available, one-on-one coaching, stuff like that, you know, to have sort of a little group or a little support family that is you know, geared towards healing from CPTSD and narcissistic abuse, we sh- will share in our experiences of of dealing with narcissistic abuse and CPTSD, but we'll also be people that are committed to healing and growing rather than just jumping on whenever we have a problem with our narcissist or something. You know what I mean? There's a place for that, but there's there needs to be a place for people that really want to work on their healing and growth at the same time and want support but healthy support, Right. So that will all be part of this, Um, and I'm really excited again. It it definitely is going to be launching on the 28th. Uh, It's all, you know, as I've said before, the course is completely done. It's up. It's ready to go. It's ready to rock and roll right now. But, you know, I really wanted to do just a little bit of sort of, you know, marketing and talking a little bit about it before I made it available. Um, But it'll definitely be available on the 28th. Um, And this is one main reason why I ask people to sign up on my email list, because um, you'll be kept up to date directly with, you know, this launch and anything else that happens. But, you know, uh, periodically I'll send out like discounts and stuff like that, uh, specials. And, um, you know, just so you can kind of be kept in the loop of what's going on and working on your healing and growth. Uh, So if you haven't done that, I recommend you going to sign up on my email list but, th- you know, these videos, right, if you haven't seen the videos, I'm doing sort of a, um, uh, a launch sort of marketing series consisting of three videos. The first one's up on YouTube. It's also on the site if you want to go check it out. The second one will be launching tomorrow evening, and there'll be a third one right before the course launches. And it's sort of, it sort of goes over what we went over here. I'm kind of giving you a similar version of what's in those videos here on this podcast, in case you're more of a podcast person and you're not on YouTube or whatever, um, but when the course, so when the course launches on the 28th, I'll do a short uh, podcast too to upload it, just to let you know and remind you that the course is live. Um, so you'll definitely want to check it out if you um, are interested. The first week of the launch, so it's starting like on the 28th. There's a really special offer. Uh, but it's only available for that particular week—the first week of the launch—and it the the course will be available forever. Um, but if you're interested in getting it, it, there's there's you know some special deals going on uh, for the first week of the initial launch. So you you know you want to be. Uh, looking for that because it'll help you in the long run. So I think that's probably a good place to leave it. Um, next week I will. This is sort of a sort of a regular podcast upload because it's Thursday. But um, Monday when it launches, I'll do a short podcast to remind you that the course is up. And then next week we'll kind of talk a little bit more about it. It might be a little shorter podcast just because it'll be the launch week of the course itself. Uh, and then we'll start to get back into you know discussing different aspects of CPTSD but to be honest with you the course goes over everything right so <laughs> if you want to if you want to heal from CPTSD and and get over the effects of narcissistic abuse um i recommend checking my course out it's not bad i i'm i am personally satisfied with it and uh you know so i'm really looking forward to sharing you know what's helped me so much with you you know, one of my favorite words and one of the words I always have sort of like floating around in my head is the word relief <laughs> because I always wanted, you know, when you're dealing with CPTSD, it's almost like you're on fire on the inside and I'm like, my God, like fundamentally all I want is some relief from all this chaos and the pain and the emotional torture and all that. And so that's, that's what drove me to make this course is like, I, I'd like to bring some people some relief. You know what I mean? Like just inner relief, like just putting out, you know, those flames or to sort of soothe your your inner burns, basically, from the narcissistic abuse. That's what this course will have to offer. So the Healing from CPTSD course officially launching on Monday, February 28th, 2022. Uh, I'll see you there if you're interested, and uh, I'll have another podcast up briefly to let you know that it's live. I hope you guys are doing well. I love you guys, and I will see you in the next podcast. Take care.